Hello and welcome to the RadioTimes.com Doctor Who podcast. My name's Hugh. My name's Morgan. Back from the dead. He was just away <laughs> last week. Uh, and, this, <gasps> and this week, appropriately enough uh, for that sound effect, we are talking all things Torchwood. Now, we've talked about Torchwood before on the Radio Times Doctor Who podcast. Maybe we should re- rename it the RadioTimes.com Torchwood podcast. Same letters, after all, uh, but we won't. Because, uh, you know, Torchwood's connected to Doctor Who and there's been a few reasons to talk about it. But the reason we're talking about it this week is we're still mopping up some of the fallout from the festive special Revolution of the Daleks. And specifically this week, we're talking about is Torchwood coming back? Now, this might sound a bit random because Torchwood's not been on for about mm, about a decade now, pretty much almost a decade now. And, you know, there's been talks of will Torchwood be back, won't Torchwood be back for a very long time. But there's obviously a couple of things that have changed since you know, the last time we probably talked about whether Torchwood would come back. One is, John Barrowman's been back in Doctor Who twice. And the other thing is, well, Morgan, I should throw to you, what happened in the episode that had Torchwood fans up, excited? Uh, yes, they rose from their seats in excitement um, when there was a reference at the, uh, the the close of Revolution of the Daleks, Jack's rather rapid uh, exit scene, uh, where he, he departed without a proper goodbye, but he uh, rang up the Doctor... Uh, to tell her that he had lost track of time and there was a little shout out to not not Torchwood specifically but a uh, a shout out to Gwen Cooper who was of course played by Eve Miles in the series Um, and I'll I'll do my best Barrowman and he said uh, I was gonna say I was gonna say (laughs) he said uh, Gwen Cooper sends her love by the way says she took out a Dalek with a moped and her son's boxing gloves Um, I don't think John has anything to worry about there I think, I think it's <laughs> big finisher big, big, on the phone we're like ah oh, great when John's busy we'll get Morgan in. Forget, forget Jacob Dudman have you heard this guy's impersonation <laughs> skills incredible um no so there was a, there was a reference to uh to Gwen Cooper and also uh, a little nod to the fact that Jack would be sticking around on earth which uh, and that he was gonna uh, track Gwen down which had of course fans speculating about whether or not there could be uh, some kind of Torchwood revival, either you know uh, uh, a revival of the spin-off series itself or possibly just a re-emergence of Torchwood in Doctor Who. Yeah, I mean, it's quite interesting because the scene itself where this reference is made is quite an unusual one. Like you said, it's quite out of nowhere. Jack kind of just vanishes and it looks like, we, can't, we couldn't confirm this, but this looks like something that was added later on because um, it's just Jack ringing the Doctor while she's off doing some stuff. And she says, send my love to Gwen, okay, bye, but not while she's facing the camera. So you don't see her actually say the line. So I think it could have been ADR, additional dialogue recording, if you're not familiar with the term, um, where they might have recorded that afterwards. Because my sort of head canon, as the fans say, uh, my, my fan theory is that there may have been planned a big sort of scene for Jack's exit, or at least a small scene for Jack's exit, possibly getting Eve Miles involved, that they were going to do with pickups. But because of the coronavirus pandemic and things like that, they didn't actually get around to filming it. So they had to do something else because what they did have was quite easily achieved. You know, John Barrowman could have recorded that from home if he wanted. Or maybe it was always the plan and maybe they were going to do it in person. Maybe they weren't. Who knows? Part of me is like, yeah, they could have got Eve Miles back. We do know that at least one scene in the episode was filmed um, especially after... uh, Way after all the other stuff. We think that one of the scenes between Toast and Cole and Jodie Whittaker... We don't know this, but we're pretty sure this was that was filmed um, much more recently, partly as a kind of test drive, but also just to add a bit more layer to Ryan's exit. Um, so yeah, maybe there was a plan. They hadn't filmed that scene yet, and they were like, "Oh, we'll pick that up later." And they hadn't maybe hadn't filmed his exit scene. But anyway, whatever the reasoning behind it, the fact this was put in and was seemingly put in kind of after the fact is kind of like they could have not had Jack say, 
oh, you know, I'm off, going to hang out with Gwen. They could have had him say anything. Like, oh, I've called the next space train to Hypergalactic 7. You know, <laughs> whatever. This is why I don't write the big Finnish things you're going to star in. Um, and, yeah, he could have said anything. The fact that, I mean, it's it's tricky because obviously Chris Chibnall used to be the showrunner of Torchwood functionally. He was the head writer. And he wrote a lot for Gwen Cooper and for Captain Jack. So it might have been that he was just kind of doing a little nod to that. And it kind of it is a good excuse for why Jack would vanish, I suppose. But there's also, there's an interesting level of detail that you might not pick up on initially in, in what Jack says, because as yeah, he mentions uh, Gwen Cooper's son's boxing gloves. Mm. And as, as fans pointed out, Gwen and Reese didn't actually have a son. They had a daughter. Oh, yeah. Uh, and Gwen, which, so you might, you, you know, it's easy to, to forget that. Now, as you mentioned, Chris Chibnall, head writer on Torchwood for the first two series, I'd say unlikely that he made a continuity error that big. Um, given how invested he was in, in the series and the characters. So odds are it's actually a reveal, a, a stealth reveal put in there that Gwen and Reese now have at least uh, two children. I hadn't even thought of that, but yeah, that's possible. Like it's because, yeah, I see it's been about, you know, 10 years since she had the little girl. You could easily have like a, a kid who's like, you know, six to eight years old who'd be boxing, you know, kids well, kids box pretty young. And the, yeah, and the, well, this is one of those... Uh, uh, it makes you feel old moments where you realise that Anne Wen was a baby in 2011, which means that she'd be nine or ten now. Uh, and so, you know, potentially could be could be curious about her parents' uh, extracurricular activities, if you like. It could be an interesting thread where they've got a, a suspicious daughter who's starting to twig that something might be uh, slightly unusual with her Like parents. Spy Kids, but with Torchwood. <laughs> yeah, that, oh. that's the revival everyone's crying out for. Torchwood yeah. Kids. Torchwood yeah. Kids. No sex gas monsters this time, please. <laughs> um but yeah no it's kind of it's kind of that's a really good point um part of me was like i mean they might have just they did get was it logopolis wrong so they could have just <laughs> they could have just got it wrong but um no i i think i had kind of forgotten that it was a girl but as soon as you were saying that i was like oh no wait it was i remember because i i went to school with someone called Anne Wen, so i so the name at the time did stick in my head um that is an interesting little detail i mean there's part of me was like is that supposed to be a little nod a little wrap-up for fans saying like oh this is what that character's been doing i mean for all we know i i haven't listened to the latest torchwood um audios i don't know whether they have said like oh yeah uh, they have another kid now do you know what i mean like that, that could have even cropped up in those that might be worth checking but as um, i as i as far as i'm aware uh gwen has actually in the big finish audios retired from torchwood at this uh, point that's not to say that uh you know you couldn't tell stories in between uh you know in between adventures that's not to say you couldn't tell stories so after that point that she just is brought again you know it's not the first time she's stepped away from torchwood she could that i think there's a way you could revive the tv series that wouldn't necessarily contradict those those audios but i think the fact that those audios exist is interesting as well because you know chris chibnall as we said head writer on torchwood he quite invested in the show you think he'd be open to the series being revived but then also uh Russell T Davies would of course you know as series creator he'd have a say in it and he's he's been open to Torchwood being not just revived but having the story continued um by Big Finish so you you'd imagine he'd be open to a, a TV continuation as well yeah if there was a market for it I mean I guess there's there is a there's a slight difference where like with Big Finish stories they can and sometimes do just decide they don't really count like there's been a lot of Big Finish stories that have been effectively decanonized like 
stuff that you know like like dalek was obviously adapted from jubilee mm. and so it's kind of like does jubilee exist you know canonically anymore like maybe the doctor, the doctor wasn't going you know bits of this are quite familiar <laughs> <laughs> i think i think you know if you're a doctor who fan there's ways and means around it you like yeah. you say head head cannon you could work it out i i actually wrote a ridiculously um convoluted uh, article on radiotimes.com when haunting of a villa diodati uh, oh because of mary shelley right because yeah as, in the big finish stories the eighth doctor um takes mary shelley on board as a companion for a little while and then this the 13th doctor meets mary shelley and there's no reference to them having met each other in fact uh there's a big finish story the silver turk i think it is which like directly contradicts haunting of villa diodati and that they take place on the same you know over the same period oh, right. um, <laughs> yeah so but you know wibbly wobbly timey wimey there's ways and means of of uh of, you know of talking your way around that which i did which you can read that on uh, on radiotimes.com so you, you heard it here second <laughs> exactly so that you know there's ways like i say there's ways around these things definitely um but yeah, obviously, there's also a question of, you know, would the cast of Torchwood be open to a revival? I don't know if any of them have ever said anything to that effect. Hmm. Oh, yeah, no, they always talk about it. Uh, they talk about it quite a lot. <laughs> um, the cast of Torchwood talk a lot about how they want Torchwood to come back. We hosted a couple of um, Torchwood watch-alongs last year, which included a Q&A with some of the cast, um, and they were all pretty open to it. I mean, obviously, most of them are dead, um, but I think they had an idea of, like, uh, a kind of passing of the torch thing, a little like the Star Wars movies, where maybe with time travel, it would be like a new Torchwood team had to kind of go back to the era of the original Torchwood team to find out something. And then you passing kind of had- Torchwood. Yeah. A pass, oh, that's brilliant. Passing of the Torchwood. <laughs> they, should, they, should, they should, you know, commission it just based on that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they basically, you know, like John Barrymore said, like he, he has a few ideas and it could be like, you know, Jack and Gwen, maybe with the next generation of Torchwood people and kind of introducing them to it. I mean, the thing I always thought, which I thought was a bit bizarre was like, was Torchwood just busy work because the rift never closed or anything. They just sort of shut down. And then like, it was basically fine. <laughs> like nothing yeah. bad ever really happened. It, yeah, it's, it, yeah it's the, is the rift still open? I kind of lost track I think of so. that. Yeah. I don't think it closed. I don't know, I don't really remember. Um, I mean, I guess if they're still doing Torchwood big finish stories, it must still be relatively open. I mean, I guess Torchwood didn't stop in that, you know, in that version of events, they are still there. Um, but yeah, they've talked a lot about the, the fact that they'd like to bring it back again. And interestingly, now this might be me reading into something far too much, but um, when we were doing uh, the press for Revolution of the Daleks, obviously uh, we had some interview time with John Barrowman, which was great. Uh, and one of the things he didn't want to talk about was torture because he said he kind of felt like he'd said all he wanted to say about that, which I didn't think much of at the time. But now that this lines are now, I'm kind of like, was he like trying to avoid a, a, a risky topic? You know, maybe he was like, oh, am I going to accidentally say, Yes, we're back, <laughs> you know, um, at some point. And so now, I mean, I've, it might just be that he was a bit sick of uh, people asking about Torchwood all the time, but considering how pro-Torchwood the cast of Torchwood are, it does make me wonder whether there is something on, even if it is just a kind of like, you know, maybe like a comic or like a book mm. or something, you know, it, it, maybe we're going to get Torchwood, not Torchwood, the TV series, because that would be quite an undertaking. And I think even last year, Russell D. Davis was saying, no, that's not happening. But maybe instead we're going to get Torchwood the like, Card, the comic strip, Torchwood, like I say, the book, the graphic novel. They've done Torchwood graphic novels before. Maybe they could do one, you know, set in this post 13th Doctor kind of timeline for Jack. I don't know. Mm. It's interesting talking about the cast as well. Like you say, the um, the you've got Jack and Gwen as last man and woman standing and um, the, the classic lineup of, of Torchwood, you know, you've lost Yanto, you've lost Tosh, you've lost Owen. But I think if you were going to bring it back now, 
I think really you'd kind of want to play on the, on the nostalgia that people mm. have for those those early series of Torchwood. I mean, say playing on nostalgia makes me feel incredibly old because um, it doesn't feel like that long ago to me that we that were watching that team. But I think you probably would want to have um, you know Burn Gorman, Neoko Mori, Gareth David Lloyd involved in some way, whether that be you know time travel. I actually I, I was thinking could there be a story where Jack and Gwen cross over to a parallel universe and they meet that universe's version of, ah. of Tosh and Owen and Yanto and then you have the kind of the the drama of Jack being reunited with Yanto but it's not quite the Yanto he knows I've clearly spent far too long thinking about this <laughs> but you know again it's sci-fi there's ways and means around it I think I think it would be uh, there's definitely two ways to go where you you could introduce you know a new you know new Torchwood rookies um working under Jack and Gwen which is sort of the route that uh Miracle Day went down with uh, Rex Matheson, of course, um, <laughs> obligatory mention. Um, but I, I think if you if you were gonna bring back Torchwood on TV, I think you'd want it with the original the original five. I think you would in some way, even if you kind of. The thing I'd say though is if you did bring them back and if you just brought them back to life, like oh yeah, this is Owen from a parallel universe. It's a bit cheap, isn't it? Like it kind of cheapens like what were quite sad deaths, especially Yanto. I mean, that was like I mean, there's still the shrine for him down Cardiff Bay um that is still something people are angry about i mean slightly less yeah. than now i feel I, like if you're then like oh no yanto is alive now again i feel like that would be I, a bit like i that's why i feel like the parallel universe thing works because it's it's not the same yanto and so their deaths still stand i i definitely don't think you should ever undo those characters deaths and just go oh they went back in time and they saved yanto from the four five six or you know yeah. i yeah you know, they they stopped owen getting shot and they stopped tosh also also getting shot um i wouldn't i wouldn't i wouldn't actually we never saw die he was um well he was shot but then he was already he, dead. He was already dead. And then he just got sort of dumped in toxic waste or something, didn't he? Yeah. He got, I think he got like evaporated or something. But yeah. yeah, I don't think you should ever undo those deaths. But maybe a way of involving the actors that doesn't involve the characters is the kind of the parallel universe route. I mean, if you look at uh, the Umbrella Academy, they uh, they killed off one of their cast, uh, the character Ben, who's the actor's name, Justin H. Min, I think, is the mm. actor, um, at the end of series two. And then right at the end of series two, they go to a parallel timeline where he's still alive, but it's a completely different person. And that doesn't actually feel like it's that, you know, cheap. Like it's it's still like a sad death because this version of him isn't as nice. So if you had like evil Yanto, essentially, like you could see that Yanto is yeah. the ultimate villain. That would be quite cool. Or even just a Yanto that's that's different. That's you know yeah. that's maybe uh, you know Jack sees Yanto and it's oh my god, it's Yanto who I who I love. And then this is a Yanto who's never met Jack, and that's yeah. that's like a really interesting. Doesn't know who he is, and is you know maybe like who is this guy? That's a really interesting dynamic to potentially explore. I think you're right. Um, so we should say that we have like basically no evidence that any of this would happen. Um, <laughs> there's no like insider track telling us yeah, there's actually on on, on the sly sci-fi going to make Torchwood. No, that's not nothing like that. I mean. The likelihood of this happening, I feel like a year or two ago, I would have said it was impossible. Mm. These days, when they do do things like, oh, yeah, here's a surprise doctor. Here's, you know, John Barrowman's back in it for two episodes. You know, I'm kind of like, to be honest, them bringing back John Barrowman makes me more inclined to think it could happen. Like, for example, if you were trying to seed bringing Torchwood back, having John Barrowman in a couple of episodes of Doctor Who again first and then plugging him on Earth wouldn't be the worst way to do it. No. Do you know what I mean? Like, I know... I know after Revolution of the Daleks aired, um, the BBC continuity announcer over the over the end credits said, stick around for a special treat. And a lot of fans were like, is it going to be an announcement of a new series of Torchwood? And then it was just John Bishop unloading a van. And I think some, <laughs> of, them, I think some of them were a little bit <laughs> underwhelmed, um, only, only because they had uh, yeah, other expectations. But I, I think the question as well is, you know, and from us, 
the, and from Doctor Who fandom, the answer is, of course, yes. But more broadly, is there an appetite for this? Because uh, Torchwood initially arrived off the back of the huge success, right, of Doctor Who's revival in 2005. And it was a time when spin-offs were, were rife. You had not just Torchwood, but Sarah Jane Adventures and Copycats with like Merlin and Primeval. It, mm. it, it just felt like a very different... TV landscape and now Doctor Who now it's still doing you know decent decent numbers but the 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 TV landscape around it is very is very different it would there was like a, a like a um is it boom and bust you know there was yeah. there was a boom at the time of kind of these um these these British there was a boom of British sci-fi and I think adult themed British sci-fi in particular on British TV is pretty much non-existent at the moment like yeah. you get the occasional example like something like Humans on Channel 4 from a couple of years ago um but but it, it you know raises the question a is there an appetite for this and b where would it sit does you know torchwood made that famously made that leap from bbc3 which was a broadcast channel at the time to two to one um but but would a torchwood revival sit naturally now on on bbc1 could it could it go straight from cancellation to revival to being a, a huge flagship uh show on, on bbc1 would it would it be better on on BBC iPlayer, but or is it too expensive to be an iPlayer exclusive? Like, there's there's lots of questions around that. I think, and you know, where, like I say, where it could sit. Yeah, I mean, also there's the spectre of class, uh, not the not the British class system, although that's always a spectre hanging over all of us. Uh, but no, um, the other spinoff uh, that was on recently that was exactly as you described. It was um, on iPlayer first, mm. and then it was on. Um, BBC One later on, like very, very late at night and stuff. Mm. And I feel like Class got a bit of bad luck, really. Like, I think it had its issues, but I think it had a terrible, like, rollout. Um, I think it really should have been pushed a lot more. Um, and I do feel like maybe, you know, the BBC would be looking at that kind of with a bit of trepidation, saying, like, well, no, we did this, you know, four years ago, not as long ago mm. as Torchwood was. And look how badly it went. You know, would, would Torchwood be getting similarly low numbers? I guess the difference is that, like, Torchwood was, like, as a format kind of worked, I mean, depending on your, you know, love or dislike for it. I mean, some people didn't like the kind of first two series. Some fans absolutely love them. Most people think the third series, which is a bit of a departure, was amazing. Whereas I know some fans hated it because it was just not what they were used to. So, um, and then, you know, Miracle Day, let's just skip over that. <laughs> now, I know some people like Miracle Day as well. Miracle Day has its moments. I haven't watched it in a while, so I shouldn't diss it. Um, but yeah, I guess my point is it's kind of like the format of Torchwood is kind of already there. It's possibly less of a risk than a new sci-fi format would be. Oh yeah, and um, also, because it has that connection. And like, it could be if the BBC were looking to like have longer breaks between Doctor Who and keep that kind of side of the business going, which is kind of what Class was for. It was it was to keep the Doctor Who staff employed in the when they took a year off. I feel like that could be a reason for it. And you know, there's rumours about BBC Three coming back. And part of me was just thinking, if they were looking to relaunch BBC Three as a real channel again, they could bring back some of its big hits. You know, they could bring back you know, Torchwood, Gavin and Stacey, Fleabag, the Being classics. Human. Being Human. Oh, what a show. That was really good, actually. Um, yeah. I forgot how many good shows were on BBC Three. It was weird that that was a thing when you could just have lots of really great drama on a sort of tertiary channel because you don't have it so much now. No. Yeah, and I think the thing with um, class as well, I, I, you know, I often refer to it as, and this is no comment on the quality of the show, really. I, you know, I think, but it, it, was, it was always the, the spin-off that no one asked for. Mm. really in the sense of like even when Torchwood um launched initially you know alongside Doctor Who series two uh John Barrowman's Captain Jack was coming off the success of Doctor Who series one and that character's popularity in that series so it made sense to spin him off equally now it you know it, it comes with 
with baggage but like positive baggage it comes with you know fans um appreciation for and love for that character of captain jack and for gwen so whereas when they when they launched class i don't think anyone was thinking you know oh i wonder what's going on in coal hill when the doctor's not there <laughs> do you know what i mean like yeah. it, it's like what why is why does no matter whether you're a fan or not why did that show exist and personally i could never come up with like you know a, a solid reason as to why like whereas whereas torchwood like you say it does it's already got that inbuilt fan base so it would it would be an easier sell in many ways than um an, a different spin-off or an entirely original sci-fi and also you know john barman and eve miles if they were to come back they're both very um they're both still very high profile people like eve miles arguably more so because it shows like keeping faith like torchwood was kind of a big break and now she's carried on and done quite a lot of other dramas. So she could bring people in, if anything. And same with John Barrowman, because obviously he'd done Doctor Who and stuff. And he'd be, he's been on British TV for, you know, we won't say how long because he might get offended. Um, but he's been on British TV for a long time. And But now he does things like Dancing on Ice, which are arguably more high profile. And, you know, he's on all the reality shows and entertainment shows like Loose Women, things like that. And so it's kind of like, you know, John Barrowman is maybe going to pull more people in again than he would have even back then when he was kind of not so well known for acting anyway. And uh, yeah, no, and similarly, like Torchwood was a bit of a launching pad for him, and he went on to appear in um, the Arrowverse shows mm. as well. So like, he's got, he's got, and, and and Desperate Housewives, and so he's got a bit more of a cachet in the US as well. Like, I think that was part of the reason why they did, um, they did Miracle Day. You know, it was kind of to launch Torchwood in the US, and uh, and he's he's now got that that following as well from from the Arrowverse shows and so on. So again, they might be interested in tuning in to Torchwood, which you know they it, that audience might not have been around for the show on original broadcast. Definitely. I, I think if you could do a new Torchwood, maybe like a limited series, John Barrowman and Eve Miles, maybe some new faces, maybe the others in kind of cameos, or they kind of come as like a twist surprise. I reckon you could make something that would work. It's just kind of like, my big question now is though, who's going to write that? Because it's not going to be Russell T. Davis. Chris mm. Chibnall's probably not going to have time either. I, there is a stable of other people who used to write Torchwood, but it's kind of like, are they still up for doing that? You know, would they have moved on? do you need someone like a Russell Davis figure or Chris Chibnall kind of overseeing it and would they have time with what else they're doing you know are they going to be able to film that around Doctor Who where's like you said where's it going to air there's a lot of sort of question marks at the moment I guess all we can say is that like this is probably the best position we've been in in terms of where the characters are canonically in the show yeah since Miracle Day in terms yeah. of like since then Jack has within the world of the show been off in space somewhere that's as much as we knew we haven't had an explicit, I'm on Earth, I'm hanging out with this other key member of Torchwood. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. even if they just turned up in, like, Series 13, the big finale, Jack, you know, calls up Gwen, she does some stuff on a computer and that, and then Jack goes and helps the Doctor. Like, if that was it, that's still kind of fun, right? Yeah, like, what we're saying is, it's still deeply unlikely, but it's more likely than it has been previously. And yes. no, it, it does feel like the show is kind of teed up potential like whether or not it happens like you say they are in a kind of perfect position at this point to relaunch Torchwood because Jack is back on earth he is as far as we know reunited with Gwen like the potential is definitely there whereas it wasn't maybe so much previously and just and just the virtue of Jack having reappeared on Doctor Who like it definitely feels like they could do it if they wanted to whereas previously there are now still you know plenty of logistical issues around potentially bringing it back but fewer maybe than there were a couple of years ago it kind of reminds me of when at the end of um uh journey's end mm. mickey and martha go off with jack and then later on we sort of i found out in rusty davis's uh book the writer's tale that the plan was noel clark and free management were supposed to like join torchwood for series three 
they and they ended up having to replace them with other characters because they were both too busy and so it's kind of like if you watch journey's end and you see them walking off with jack you're kind of like if that had then gone on to be oh they've joined torchwood that would make sense but mm. they didn't that doesn't not make sense do you know what i mean like it, 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 <laughs> yeah yeah you don't watch it being like what's that about you it, uh, i didn't think anything of it at the time i only found no. out years later so if like that is all we hear of it like he just hangs out with Grenfell, and then the next time we see him he's back in space because you know maybe he is like it wouldn't yeah. seem like a plot hole exactly no that that series four end is not so blatant that he goes martha mickey come join torchwood and they go great yes then, we'll see you there then, next week <laughs> yeah exactly and then for the next time we see them they're just not hanging out anymore no and similarly with this like the again the potential is there but if it's not followed up it would be a shame but um but it's you know there's no guarantees here and but it's interesting you mentioned um that that martha and mickey scene because uh mandit gill and john barrowman they both have been talking about the possibility possibility of yaz um joining torchwood were she to leave doctor who obviously we know she's sticking around at least for um you know series 13 but um but mandip gill was was telling uh radio times that she thinks there's so much more for yaz to learn and develop she's just starting to find her feet and be confident with everything that she went through and what happened to her when she was much younger uh she'd need more she's not going back home and to her family that'd be too fast so mandip gill thinks that were yaz to leave the doctor she wouldn't be happy going back to her old life and maybe joining up with Torchwood would be a kind of middle ground. I mean, that would be quite cool. We should say uh, this was this was from an interview before Revolution of the Daleks when we were slightly pretending that the Doctor... Well, I think we and the cast were all pretending that the Doctor might not come back from jail, which would have been a bit of a downer. Uh, so, you know, uh, if we asked her today, she might have had... She might have a slightly different answer. True. But I do think that Yaz is quite a good candidate because she's obviously like Gwen, she's ex-police or she's current police anyway. And she has obviously all this, you know, alien experience. And I'm kind of like, if you were trying to launch Torchwood again, what would be a better way to kind of tie it to Doctor Who present than to have one of the current crop of, you know, companions? And you could see Yaz transferring over quite nicely and kind of being that Gwen figure, the kind of ingenue, kind of learning the kind of ropes of Torchwood, even though she's not so much of an ingenue because she's, you know, fought Sidemen and stuff. But the, the dynamic between her and Gwen actually would be really interesting because, as you say, they are both... Um, police officers or you know former police officers and I think Gwen would actually see a lot of herself in in Yaz kind of welcoming welcoming her into into Torchwood so that could actually be a really nice relationship to play around with as well definitely and obviously we saw I mean if we're looking for very desperate clues Yaz and Jack did have a lot of FaceTime in the special they spent a lot of time together they had a lot of DMCs deep meaningful chats uh <laughs> as, as as I my friends like to call them so you know it's possible you know it Maybe with hindsight, we'll look at that episode and be like, we were so foolish. All the clues were there for, you know, Yaz the Torchwood years, but we just didn't know about, you know, Mandip Gill's five-year stint as the boss of Torchwood 3. Uh, in which case, you can look back at this podcast and be like, no, we did know. Look, we we guessed everything. Um, and, I'm, you know, these days I'm more inclined to think positively about these things because we did a whole podcast, as we often say, say how unlikely it was that John Barrowman would ever come back to Doctor Who, you know, and alien egg on our slovene egg on our faces because he did come back very soon after that actually he was announced, so what, I think. What, what you're actually saying is that our track record for guessing these things is terrible mm. um so, oh, so, if, so if we're saying that a tortured revival is more likely than ever it turns out it's probably somehow less likely than it's ever been that's true maybe and maybe you saying that has made it more likely again <laughs> there you go it's flipped i've just flipped it it's, so flipped. No, it's definitely yeah 
Uh, but listen, you listening at home, I mean, we're also listening to each other at home because that's the way lockdown works. But for you listening to the podcast, what do you think? Uh, would you like to see Torchwood come back? Do you think it's possible Torchwood would come back? And, you know, what kind of iteration of the show would you like to see? Jack and Gwen back, some sort of flashback, parallel universe with the old characters, or would you like to see some new faces? And do you think Yaz would be a good candidate to join the team? Uh, we'll be back next week talking about non-Torchwood things. We're hoping to talk about uh, the Fugitive Doctor. Um, I say hoping because you never know when there's going to be breaking news, but we'll probably stick with that. Um, and more Doctor Who nonsense like we normally do every week. Uh, and if you you know, want to read lots of other Doctor Who stuff, Morgan apparently wrote a piece um, about Mary Shelley that's a real riveting read. You should really be checking out. And we've got plenty of other stuff on radiotimes.com, including some stuff about Jodie Whittaker's potential Doctor Who exit and some of the stuff that we've talked about today about Torchwood. Uh, until next time, I've been Hugh. I've been Morgan. Uh, and this has been the podcast where everything changes and you've got to be ready. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>